0: Hey, welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. Today is Taco Tuesday with Janice Arnold-Jones. Welcome back. You were out last week. I was. I
1: was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What were you doing there? I went to the National Rural Water Conference. Uh, but there was a side note. My granddaughter is in of Madison. Of course. Of course. Anyway, so, and, and lots of issues with uh, National Rural Water. Most especially being able to get parts and... Uh, some of the tools and chemicals needed to actually take care of our water systems this is fascinating to listen to. So you think PFOS might be the biggest issue. No, pipe is a big issue. Pipe is oh, a big wow. issue. Pipe's a big Pipe's issue. Pipe's always a big issue. I would say, but not being able to get it, not being able to get, um, for example, uh, uh, and, and I'm going to forget all the chemicals, but like uh, chlorine. There's lots of things that are an alternative to chlorine for water systems. Right. They can't get those parts. They can't get. They can't get the supplies. So it's not just the backup and building materials. It's in everything.
0: It's in everything. At
1: motors, motors, uh, uh, all of those things. Uh, anything that has uh, chips in them.
0: Right. Speaking so, of water, I uh, finally went back out to the Pajarito Mesa. How's the water? Well, the water is the same, but it had been almost a year. I believe since i had last been out there and so the longer it got the time went on the harder it was to go back for whatever reason so finally i went back and all the little people they totally remembered me they were like there's a road runner because they would call me road runner and i call them cora camina which is road runner in spanish you know it's like the one of the maybe 10 maybe nine words i know in spanish because i'm one of those (laughs) mexicans (laughs) So
1: I'm so glad that you went, and I'm so glad that we have the sheriff here who's running for mayor because I want to ask about the colonists in this middle of Albuquerque.
0: Well, let's introduce him first. You're over here jumping the gun. Hey, I thought okay. somebody was supposed to give her the script. What happened? <laughs> Production? <laughs> pushy, 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 pushy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mind you, before, uh, before we got started, I was called pushy.
1: I know. I am shocked that someone was. Do you was see mine? I see that, but I'm but shocked that anybody heart. would suggest that Dina Vargas, off the cuff,
0: was at all pushy. I'm totally not pushy. Shocked. <laughs> shocked. <laughs> Shocky. <laughs> <laughs> so in studio today, we have one of four mayoral candidates. In studio, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, he's been serving the South Valley of Albuquerque. This is your second term. You're voted in by the people, for the people, by the pe- people. You believe in the Constitution. Um, everybody loves you down in the South Valley. I'll just be real kind of honest because well, I'm from the South Valley. Well,
2: I appreciate that. You know, we, we also serve the North Valley, right. the East Mountains. And uh, believe it or not, we actually serve the city of Albuquerque because we have a crime crisis there.
0: Oh, huge crime Crisis. Where do you think the crime crisis is coming
2: from? From a lot of the uh, policies that were recently made over the last several years, to include sanctuary cities, catch and release, those type of things. When you practice and become your policies, also this, there's 22 crimes that the Albuquerque Police Department aren't enforcing right now, which I deem unconstitutional. So, just really subverting. Uh, The police department and not giving them the ability to do their jobs is actually causing part of that crime crisis?
0: Absolutely. So by policies, you mean the 2016 bail bond reform,
2: but that's that would include that one That would include
0: that. Yeah, we've been covering that as you know on Thursdays with Gerald Madrid the last man standing uh, bail bondsman bail bondsman I didn't realize until I started interviewing Gerald Madrid that bondsmen contributed so much yes to uh the reduction of crime and then often defendants would have to call their family members like their mom their grandmothers or whatever often family members would put up money of their own so there was sort of that happening and then Gerald also said that sometimes you know he'd call grandma on behalf of the inmate at the BCDC or whatever it's called and they would say just just leave them there for a little bit it's not about the money just leave them there because they need to they need to even out or whatever get off the drugs get some detox or kind of get their head on straight so
1: I you know uh, and and the sheriff and I were just talking about this particular constitutional amendment presented by Justice Daniels and the one thing that that amendment does is is when somebody truly needed to stay in jail you can't do that anymore right. cannot do that and, and I would say, so do you see a revolving door, uh, Sheriff, because of this?
2: Oftentimes, that's one of the biggest complaints from law enforcement officers from all agencies is the uh, sometimes uh, I was just talking to a APD high ranking officer yesterday. And he was mentioning to me that, you know, there's Albuquerque police officers that are getting disciplined for longer periods of times than people are being, are staying in jail. And he gave an example where somebody was they're incarcerated for 13 hours. And as a result of the way the Albuquerque police officer handled that incident, he actually got suspended for a couple of weeks. And so for, for them, it's very demoralized. It's it's hard for morale. It's hard for an officer to to get motivated and driven to go do his job when he feels that he's becoming actually the target of of something that he's trying to do for the betterment of our community and doing his job and his duty to uphold the constitution, enforce all right. the laws of the state of New Mexico, this city ordinance, right. and then they lay that in your lap.
0: I mean, who would wanna to go to work under those circumstances, seriously? Well, this, mean, this,
2: there's a bigger issue with it because you know these these people that choose to do this profession end up having to figure out if they're being suspended. How do you provide for your family If you have children, you have a wife, you have a mortgage, you have all the things that come with having to be responsible and pay for that when you're being suspended and now you don't have a paycheck.
0: Right. And then often, um, not just APD, but government employees, there's always a lot of overtime, whether you're picking up trash, whether you're um, driving a bus or being a police officer. There's a ton of overtime. So sometimes that factors into a person's paycheck so that, that maybe the wife or, or whoever's taking care of the kids at home d- doesn't have to work. And so all of that does factor into that. And, and, and most of APD officers, I think, I don't know how this is for the sheriffs, but mostly they're New Mexicans. They're people you went to school with or they, they went to a high school we're all familiar with. They grew up in, in, in a community
2: that's not foreign to us, if you will. Yes, if you start looking at some of the theories and practices in law enforcement, you'll look at community policing. A lot of police agencies are made up of their people that reflect their community. So you, it should be staffed with people that are from all right places within right. that community. So that's how we look at hiring. But oftentimes there's people that wanna relocate and we found that one of our best uh, places to actually recruit out is sometimes the Air Force. Right, And you have those people that want to come and do and make a living here because they like Albuquerque and so forth, so they want to kind of like make the roots here or at, right. they made a met, met a beautiful woman from Albuquerque, right? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and and of course they don't want to leave right, right? of course not why course would, not, you? would you
0: i mean you got the, <laughs> the sandia mountains you got all of this fascinating stuff that happens in new mexico but i've i grew up in albuquerque and you did too right yes Bo- yeah born and raised albuquerque born and raised.
2: how different is it even from 10 15 20 years ago well i've lived here my whole life and i've seen the diminishing of our quality of life things that we wanted to do, you know, to be able to come out on a weekend in the downtown Albuquerque. Or you may even want to go down to the Bosque, but now you're having to face different issues of homelessness, mm-hmm. people that are, are if, if you go to an intersection, people are feeling very threatened. If people are hyper-aggressive at those intersections, right. we're facing so many different things that aren't just we're, we're existent. Right. Not even several years ago, but they've, they're getting worse.
0: worse. I would
1: say, so you just hit one of my sore points. We have traffic laws that say you may not be in the median. You may not obstruct traffic. What has this administration done to convince themselves that they should ignore these panhandlers that are in the median? I mean, we don't even let our firefighters do the boot. Uh, right. Right. Uh, 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 you know, collection. Fill, yeah, b- boot, you know, fill the boot. And everybody fills the boot. Everybody. I miss and, it. And yet they were told they could not do that because it's against the traffic code, it is illegal, and yet we have turned a blind eye and we are being literally accosted as we drive. It
2: leads back to what we first talked about, enforcing all the laws of the state of New Mexico, the ordinances. You have to give those law enforcement officers the ability to do their jobs so that you're not dealing with those nuisances that you deal with on a daily basis. That had become what I would say the this administration has considered normalizing, and then marginalizing the services we get, and there's no expectation, right? So now you have to live with it, and but you don't tolerate that in real Rancho, you don't tolerate in that in some of the surrounding areas, right? So if we're not tolerant of it, and you have a an executive that's willing to hold the line, so to speak, for the people, then the quality of life issues will move up.
1: Well, I want to talk about what we've been told as neighborhood associations. I know we're getting short on time, but I want to talk about that and the message that has gone out to us.
0: Absolutely. We're going to come back. We're going to actually segue right into that because that's a huge kind of deal because the more homeless facilities you have, the more homeless people you will have. Yes. So stay there. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to off the cuff ABQ talk radio. We are in studio with mayoral candidate, Manny Gonzalez, who is the current elected sheriff for Bernalillo County, which is one of the biggest counties in all 33 counties. Mm-hmm. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Bye. ABQ Guns is the only women veteran-owned firearm store and has the largest blue label store in New Mexico, offering special pricing for first responders and military. ABQ Guns carries Sig Sauer, Glock, CZUSA, FNUSA, and Smith & Wesson with non-inflated pricing. Visit us at abqguns.com. ABQ Guns has the best customer service in New Mexico. Mention Off the Cuff and receive a 5% discount on all accessory items. Visit us at abqguns.com
1: every time i turn around i'm getting broken into and the cops don't even come anymore what do we pay taxes for then i found out that the city has more officers investigating other officers than they do investigating crime how does that make us safer if you want more officers focused on fighting crime tell city leaders by texting hashtag crime To 52886, that's 52886, because crime matters more.
0: Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cup ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas.
1: I'm Janice Arnold-Jones. No tacos today. I know.
0: (laughs) I hate when she doesn't bring tacos, and you bring good tacos, but check it out. I'd like to give a shout-out. Can I do it right here, right now? Okay. Who has good tacos? So, I'm kind of a little with the service I've been getting, going out to eat, people aren't going back to work, small business overburdened, drive-through lines are too damn long, all of these sorts of things. So I've never really been a taco truck kind of person, but I said, eh, it's COVID, why not? I mean, it it might be the time for change. So I've been uh, kind of going to all these taco trucks. So there's one on Coors, I'm sorry, Central and Unser. It's called Thea Maria Kitchen. And fabulous tacos. Mm. I mean, fabulous. You even get this dipping sauce with it, and you scoop it up. And there's like a like a block of cheese on the bottom of the taco, and there's this other stuff. Oh my God, it's fabulous. She's only Ooh. there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What appears to be her husband. I don't want to assume anything, but it kind of looks like that. But her name's Maria, and I'm guessing she's somebody. Somebody's Thea. I think she's my Thea. <laughs> <laughs> so Thea Maria Kitchen Central, and answer one of the best tacos ever. Uh, let them know Off the Cuff sent you. And, and and so
1: you're saying it's worth the drive from the east side of the city
0: all the way to the west side.
1: If we You should not, be there.
0: If you're not eating one of those tacos... You haven't had a taco. There you yeah. go. Mm. Well, yeah, <laughs>
1: that was a good shout that out. Is, yeah, is. totally <laughs> shout out. I will to take the
0: taco trucks. I'm telling you. So, because they're very conservative. Yes. I mean, they provide a good product. Food is good. Food is hot and it's fresh. Yes. Even the onions. I and mean, then the onions are are like just dice spectacular. Wow. I mean, seriously, we could do a mini series on this.
1: I think we should.
0: I think wow. we should. I, no, seriously, like taco trucks. They've come a long oh, yeah. way, I, baby. Right. Wow. Yes. Right. Yes. But in studio with us right here, right now, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, who um, decided to run for mayor of Albuquerque. Yes. uh, In particular, addressing the crime issue because it's crime, crime all the time. Yes. It's not a matter of if, but when you will become a victim. I hear gunshots at all hours of the night where I never did before. And I live in a farming community of the South Valley. You know I don't live in, in in a bad part of the city I have good neighbors I know my neighbors but it, it, it's from drag racing to gunshots to it's so dark in the valley it's all of these sorts of things
1: ooh, ooh, we're gonna talk about lights but but I have Let's get back to the homeless <laughs> because we said we're gonna say <laughs> well, we're, we're gonna do that so um, so at uh, the city of Albuquerque uh, through its charter has neighborhood associations. Yes, and they're organized around the city council districts um, And and one of the hallmarks is the police come on a regular basis and it was so sad Right after mayor Keller was elected uh, that the police were telling us we are not allowed to do anything about the panhandlers We cannot do anything and we would say but they're very aggressive you know we go to walmart up on eubank and they're following us in the parking lot Uh, but the worst ones are the ones in the medians um how does this make any sense in a city the size of albuquerque and why and what would you do to change this uh does it become law when when it is now ignored for four almost four years
2: no, uh, I think the first impression is the lasting impression, right? Mm-hmm. So you come into Albuquerque, and that's a, one of the first things you see. That might be one of your first experiences in, into Albuquerque. So why would anybody want to stop, tour, see anything else of Albuquerque? So, no, you don't have to tolerate that. You would, you, you should enforce all those laws. Uh, again, as the executive uh, and giving direction, you have to make sure that people are doing what they're supposed to do. And uh, we're a, a nation of, of laws Right, Rule of law, you should go out there That's part of what keeps us uh, free of crime And if you're not doing that You're going to be badgered You're going to be harassed And it did get to the point Because I think initially When we were first introduced to these people That were panhandling right? People were very compassionate Thoughtful and considerate towards those people
0: Because there was like four of them
2: Yes, but as they become (laughs) hyper-aggressive And they're in your face And now it's no longer uh, uh, Kind of like a I'm not even saying a request, but suggesting that you make some a donation now it's a demand. Right. And I have a friend that actually was out there. He told me that one day he went out there and the guy asked him, Hey, do you have any change to spare? And he goes, Okay. He goes, I he looked in his wallet and he pulled out a twenty dollar bill and he goes, Well all I have is a twenty and he goes, It's my last twenty He goes, the guy pulled out a wad of money. And gave him change. And said, I have I have change. He said he had more money than him, so th- he said that was kind of the last Whoa. time. But, but you Whoa. know, the, the thing is, like I said, you know, we all have our beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not going to take anything away from people because I have my own beliefs in terms of how you're going to give to people that are in need, right? right? I think everybody has to use their best judgment. And of course, I think everybody has their own belief in Christ. So I think that comes to each and every, every individual. Right. But what yeah. I don't yeah. like to see is people being enabled when you know that they're gonna go out there and do things. But I think when people are getting to the point where they're crossing the line, right, and people and or your children are, and or you feel in fear, then it's no longer a handout.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, these homeless nonprofits, because the majority of them are nonprofits, they get a ton of money. So you have like the top of the food chain and then everybody else sort of gets the other purses underneath depending how big your nonprofit is. And some of these nonprofit directors, because their taxes are made available online, are making over two hundred thousand dollars a year, which makes them a top ten or fifteen percent of American earners. So, do you wow. think our, our and then they have a, sorry tax and, free tax free <laughs> tax free and then they have a mission that says I want to cure home uh, chronic homelessness. This is like the mission of of the organization. And then i keep thinking well with the mission like that why would you i mean i'm sorry with the paycheck like that why would you want to fulfill your mission
1: so do you think that the nonprofit status is being abused and let me go a little further do you know how many people are in the legislature who are directors of nonprofits oh there's a ton of them there are all of them it is really irritating but i want to get back to the neighborhood associations may i
2: yes of course so
1: um one of the things that one we hope that you will support the neighborhood associations. Absolutely.
2: We do right now, Janice. Right now, you know, our deputies work interactive with the neighborhood associations in our area. We meet with them constantly because we really believe they know what's going on in their neighborhoods. And so they're the eyes and ears, and we collaborate with them to figure out how to solve their problems in their respective area. And that's why we've developed the trust of the public, because we are meeting with them ongoing. I know when the mayor rolled out his crime plan four years ago, he said he would meet with the Albuquerque Police Department weekly and i know they haven't seen him in four years
0: right so wow well wow. I, I did see him at starbucks so <clears throat> Ooh. at starbucks <laughs> yes. you're good so
1: uh, two more questions about neighborhood associations yes uh the first one is the integrated development ordinance which actually was started in the previous administration exacerbated under this administration and the neighborhood associations have been raising their hands saying this is not working you have got to fix this uh, do you have uh, have you looked at the integrated development ordinance? I don't
2: have I don't have all the details on that the okay. background on that on that topic.
1: All right, that, that, that's fair um, and, and and so and and sadly as I will send you notes <laughs> 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 Sorry about I, that. Careful. Um, because <laughs> it, it was certainly well intended But they rushed it through and now we're really having to back up and say wait a minute And one of the the loopholes is not holding the line on putting additional buildings on residential lots and 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 then renting out those subleases it's not safe but it's ruining some of the neighborhoods but let let me I want to go all the way back around to talking about lights when we met almost two years ago I so appreciated that you listened so uh, lighting is a big deal when you want to reduce crime yes and I know that you have looked at it so what have you learned
2: so, you know, a, a well-lit area is uh, a probably a, a more well-protected area. You know, we have people that are doing activities in the evening. I know one of the darkest areas in, in the one, one of the places we police and, and service is on Coors Boulevard. And it, there would probably a lot, be a lot less pedestrian fatalities. I know we've paid out uh, substantial amounts of money because it's not well-lit, it is a state highway. But those are things that we need to work with the state with uh, work alongside with those communities to figure out how to get there, you know I know there are matching funds at the state so right. anything we can do to collaborate, but you know There's other things also that add to you not having crime and I think one of the things I'd focus in, in And as, as a mayor is like the southeast part of town There's not a lot of trees up there and they say that when places are beautified and there's trees that there's a lot less violence Well, that should be focused on the southeast part of town because that is one of the most deprived high crime areas that Everybody sa- tells us that they're going to do things on their behalf, and they're the most marginalized citizens in the city of Albuquerque. Right. Today, we're doing an operation there because we didn't run to the areas where we felt, oh, you're going to get votes here. We went to several years ago where people were being marginalized. They were screaming for help. The business owners weren't getting anything in return. And we said, you know what, we'll come and help you.
0: Well, I'm That's I- interesting because, you know, it's sort of like your home, because I would say you got to get your house. In order, mm-hmm. if, if, if the house that is always clean is a home for the ones in need, something like this. Mm. Yes, Anyways, yes. what were you gonna say?
1: So I, I wanna go back to lights just a little bit. Yes. Um, so the city of Albuquerque plays the lighting one, two, three step, maybe four steps, and we'll tell you, oh, it's PNM's problem. PNM has actually stepped up and has a pretty good map, and then you go back to the city of Albuquerque, and you say, well, PNM says this is your light. But the reality is, we should not have to do this two steps. When the lights go out, especially, and where it's especially bad is the International District and um, uh, in the South Valley, off of uh, Rio Bravo, And in, in that area. It's really bad when the lights go out, and it may be, two years before you get a new light and it's oftentimes just a cotton picking light bulb. We a want, light
0: bulb. This is it.
1: We want basic services. Ken, what do you think you can do about things like that?
2: We can adhere to the contracts because I know one of the gentlemen that has a contract for this city and he says that there's a provision in there that states that they're supposed to replace him within, I don't know if it's 24 or 48 hours. So instead of waiting two years, they need to comply with the contract and whenever they don't, you need to make sure you're challenging those people that and the vendors that aren't are supposed to provide it and or make the city pay for it like they're supposed to. Wow!
0: And then if the vendors aren't providing the services in which they've agreed to, we, we
2: And should, you get them off the vendor yeah. list, right? That's and part get of a that, new vendor a contract, right? That's it. Accountability. So
1: let's go back to the Pajarito Mesa. How much lighting does the Pajarito Mesa have?
0: well it's zero zero right how but about
1: uh 9 one Zero. service zero zero how about uh water and sewage
0: well they have some sort of water that they have to haul
1: and and they have outhouses
0: unless you put no. your water up on top and have but a generator so you could flush your toilet but they, yeah
1: yeah there you go this is in the middle of albuquerque mm-hmm. um and and mayor i know that you get well maybe you don't get calls there because they don't get 911 service. It and this has gone on since I was first elected and every administration says we're going to look and they do nothing. These are our people. I don't care what their what their heritage is, how they got here, they're our citizens and they are being marginalized. Nice.
0: But on purpose. Yes, they are. On purpose because they're Mexican and uh, city of Albuquerque. Anybody voting for sanctuary city would rather them have a sanctuary city than this pathway or this encouragement to being a U.S. citizen, because not everybody can be an American. Right. But U.S. you know citizenship. I think the sanctuary city is a disservice to uh, immigrants everywhere, because you will never be able to pull out that Constitution and be like, "Here is my rights." Yes. Get it done now. So that's why I'm always against sanctuary cities. But but but. You know they do that to them because they're Mexican, but sheriffs are the only, probably about the only law enforcement that does go up there. Right.
1: Yes. Right. But the fact that they have been excluded from the E nine one one system, you know that that is a government decision. Right. That is not their decision. That's a government choice, right. and that's wrong. It's a yes. choice. Yeah. It's a
0: choice. They could have, but they didn't. They did. They could have, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, but, you know, our firemen down at, at the in the South Valley, they went up and they have these sort of like fake numbers, if you will, right. or this sort of um, coding that that they have to give that number on their fence and then like... They, Just
2: satellite GPS. So right. they have some ways to identify, but I mean, like you were saying, to your right. point, there's not the infrastructure right. that they need, right? Like you Basics. were saying, water, Basics. plumbing, electric, mm-hmm. all the things that we should have as... Citizens, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just and it goes on and on and I would like to know that as mayor Will you be proactive and pull this community into our community?
2: Absolutely You know, it's our job to collaborate with the state representatives the senators and the Commission and collaborate, right? Because nobody fixes problems by themselves, but people do fix problems, and those are the people we elected into office, right? And we have to hold them accountable.
1: Would you like for me to name names? Because they've been there a you while, can, and they've done You can done do whatever nothing. you want
2: to your, I'm only your host, you do whatever you want, yeah. He
0: said he's the host. I, I, I,
2: you're the host. Oh, she's, she's a, still. You're host. one of the hosts. I'm, I'm just her guest. I almost feel like I'm with my wife right now. <laughs>
1: ouch
0: <laughs> and thank you guys <laughs> what are you gonna do did you get that done
2: right. i see that laundry list you're creating right. Right i
0: know i know i know it's like it's like a honey-do list no but the pajarito mesa it just it stole my heart yes. yours
1: oh absolutely you know and, and and i feel ashamed because i didn't know about this when mm. i was first elected i didn't and, and i assumed that the other elected representatives would take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And there has been a lineage and they did nothing. nothing. Right. I, and, I, and I went back and I went back with you, but mm-hmm. I was shocked. Nothing. And uh, that's
2: exactly why I'm running for mayor. I feel the same way you're feeling about how you represented your area. I feel the same thing about what's happened with the city. And yeah. nothing's happened about crime. And, and they ran on a crime message, right? That seriously. they were going to solve it. Now you have children being killed. You have UNM stu- uh, uh, athletes being killed, uh, postmen, retired teachers, you have people that they used to say, well, it's it's criminals on criminals. It's not that way anymore. No. Right.
1: Well, I want to talk about the Northeast Heights because many people think that crime is not happening. I am watching, I live near Sandia High School and we recently had a shooting just by Sandia High School. Uh, now over at the Winrock Vias. Uh, at the shopping centers, coming closer and closer and closer, um, and it it's not that we don't have services, but crime is out of control. true yes. And and is this drugs? I don't know what it's from, but I'm telling you, it is. It, the northeast heights is not excluded from this. You no, know,
2: this mayor is playing a very dangerous game with the citizens' safety. So they're no longer reporting certain crimes. Really? And, yes. And so what they're doing is in maybe auto Theft's is a good example instead of sending that into their archaic records management system they're reclassifying those as incidents and not as crimes so they are misreporting things to the public making it look like there's the crimes going down because this is all political but this is what you need to look at we have the highest insurance rates in the Mm. country in the country yes so that makes my point that the insurance companies would not be we would not have the highest insurance premiums if our crime was down.
1: So I, I've said this on more than one occasion. I learned early that liars figure and figures lie, and ladies and gentlemen, it is our job to know the difference and to hold people accountable. Yes. And when you lie about the figures, uh, you it, it, it's like a lot of other issues. We don't know exactly where to turn. I am hoping that you will change that. Absolutely. And, 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 and so let me talk about lying about figures. Let's talk about building permits and things that move our city forward. We now take, you know, where it will take two months to get something done in Arizona to, from building permit to breaking ground, it is taking an average of two years. We jerk people around and so they don't come. I am, Target has already said they will never come back. Never come back because it was so hard to get through this building permit. And then we jerk around the contractors uh, and, and make them do things, rather than using the tools that we have at hand, we could do electronic deposits, any number of things. Instead, we make sure that we have four or five people have an additional job. This is craziness. Yes.
2: So, yes, I'm with you. We need to <clears throat> streamline services, right? We need to come into the 21st century, make Albuquerque a 21st century, have the infrastructure to provide for people so that we can have a business-friendly Albuquerque, so we can grow it out. Uh, So the stakeholders can grow grow it out. The developers, the contractors, right? The individual citizen that wants to build their own home. The person that wants to start a business up. We have to streamline those services so Albuquerque can can grow out and the GRT can grow out. That's the only way Albuquerque is going to become successful just like a Phoenix, just like a Denver, just like El Paso, Austin, and every other.
0: And to the point where New Mexicans have a say so in it too not just where they're forgotten about because sometimes like that's kind of where everybody gets the hurt from is that that they feel the city's moving on without them obviously that's not the case here we're just all subjected to a bunch of crime i was actually trying to um find I don't know if you have the Nextdoor app. And so a lady was like, hey, did anybody else hear gunfire? And it wasn't just gunfire. I mean, it sounded it sounded like a damn war. I mean, it was just like pop, 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 and it would not stop. And then the next morning she found a gun in, in her yard because somebody, and then, you know, reviewing the video somebody's running by throws uh, the gun and then one or two cars come by and it's just like pop 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 and it's just up in the air it's maybe out at the houses i don't know but what i mean what what are people doing that they have so much time on their hands that they're literally just shooting out of the windows but we got to take a quick break because production over here thank you antonia and kim care (laughs) mcmillian (laughs) mcmillian i i bet she
1: wishes
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you kim Kerr mcmillan uh for producing today i love you i appreciate you former house of uh representative candidate for district was it 17 17 yep i would have voted for you but i'm in district 10 so we'll be right back don't go anywhere do you need
1: hope hope to live hope to grow, and hope in God? Find these and more at Hope Ahead classes. Women helping women in a caring community. Class info at hopeahead.org.
2: We give practical, simple help tips and tools. Find your hope this summer.
1: Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website,
2: goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Hello New Mexico, this is Mario Montoya with Casa Montoya Realty. When it comes to buying or selling real estate, you need professionals that can guide and educate you through the transaction process. Casa Montoya Realty provides realtors that assist from start to finish, making sure that your real estate transaction is as smooth as possible. As the exclusive Homes for Heroes brokerage in Albuquerque, we are here to give
0: back to our hero buyers and sellers. Call 505-681-3125 or email mario at casamontoyarealty.com to register and for more information everybody welcome back to off the cuff abq it's taco tuesday no tacos no tacos no tacos
1: terrible but we found a taco truck
0: yes we did except
1: that it won't be on tuesdays it's friday saturday sunday
0: friday saturday sunday but if you're in albuquerque you could you know you don't have to eat tacos just on tuesday for the record (laughs) So we got uh, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez in studio, in the house. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Absolutely. Because I know it's busy as... as as a sheriff, I'm guessing, and but equally a candidate. I mean, I mean, you could be running all day to uh, one appointment after the next. So I truly appreciate it. <laughs> I
1: would say it's a good thing that he's a marine because he doesn't need any sleep, yes. and and it's good. And I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank, and you thank, your thank you, you for your service. You're welcome. Absolutely. So tell me how you're going to work with city council because ultimately they're going to appropriate, um, and we have observed a weak mayor form of government, maybe it's time for a strong mayor.
2: Yes, you know, I, I'm working on that already. You know, I, I look at the candidates and I speak to them and I'm in support of uh, both parties uh, as long as they're willing to do what's right by the people. So if we're gonna have policies that are gonna be supportive of being business friendly, being community friendly, uh, family friendly, community friendly, anything that's gonna benefit the people. Regardless of their party, that's it. I want to work with them.
0: That's it, because in this hour, in this moment, it won't be about red or blue. It's going Gonna to be, be about us. we, the we, people. We. Absolutely. Yes. So you know,
2: we want to bring both of those parties together to make Albuquerque a team. Well, a driving a force. major stakeholder yes. as a major city in America, right? Totally. We should be leading the city, not carrying up the tail end of it. Seriously. <laughs> right. So before
0: the break, we were talking about the Next Door app. This was in Victory Hills four days ago. Let's see if it if it plays. From one
2: car. Oh my gosh.
0: That crazy. And that's Don't not firecrackers. And so I and this is uh, in 30 seconds, in 20 seconds, in 20 seconds, all of that gunfire It's not unique to Victory Hills. It's not unique to the South Valley. It's not unique to the North Valley. It's not unique to downtown. This is crime oh, everywhere. Man. Our city is not a stranger to drive-by shootings like that, and they have no target. I don't see a target. I don't see self-defense. I don't see somebody defending property. I don't see a carjacking going on or anything. I see people out there with too much damn time on their hands, and there's no consequences because of the revolving door criminal justice system it reads just like that only people walking out of there with justice are criminals You're i mean so right and these are homeowners i mean this isn't the war zone or the international district or or the south valley i mean the, i mean these are just regular people and 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 we're all getting brutalized so
2: it's unfortunate there's a lot of <clears throat> albuquerque police officers men and women that are hungry mm-hmm. to do their jobs and because they are being so unsupported and and doing their duties that this is what it leads to and until the leadership changes and and until we stand firm and somebody has a backbone Mm -hmm. and takes a position on behalf of law and order in the city it's never going to change it's never going to change it's going to get worse
0: it's never going to change you know i've 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 often been a critic of the albuquerque police department but not to the uh, extent of like Defund the police. I don't even know what that means. In fact, if you ask people what is defund police? What is your sign or your sign reads in protest defund the police? But what does that mean to you and everybody will have a different idea of what it means But the driving parties of, of, of these protests because someone's leading it someone's leading the charge It's probably a 501c3 or something like this but, I, you know, I had always been taught if you're going to hold a sign, no matter what's you know what it says, when you put that sign down the next day, you got to go to work to fix that. You don't go home and get on social media and be like, oh, look, great coverage on the news or something like this. And, like, to this day, even if I'm butting heads with them, they'll still answer my call. They'll still talk to me, things like this. They've been on the show. Absolutely. Stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, what would we do without any police officers? I mean, imagine some sort of, this that gunfire yeah, I know. You're,
2: you're it's already happening it's, it's already happening people are already having to defend themselves right you're, right. you're turning to vigil <coughs> being a vigilante right and instead of letting the law enforcement officers do their jobs this is turning into chaos and eventually anarchy that's so it that's what you're leading to right. so that's what you're asking when you defund the police yes
0: but the worst of okay it is. so regardless of what they say or, or what the your idea... It, the spin. spin. The spin. <laughs> Regardless of how it, it spun, the reality is if you defund the police, you're in for a whole bunch of trouble and you better hope you didn't vote to take your guns away because you're going to need them.
1: The reality of that statement is I as a homeowner, I may or may not be a gun owner, but if I am, am I truly trained to protect my own property?
0: Get ready and stay ready.
1: And And... and I hope that that scares the patooties out of of this candidate because I think most of us are not prepared you look at what's on the television and you're not prepared you're not prepared let me right. tell you
2: a story I have had a de- <clears throat> I had a deputy about um, about a month ago that was in his personal vehicle driving down the road in his neighborhood and there happened to be a lady that he thought he was just gonna pe- go around but he had to stop because she was stopped in the in the road well, that lady happened to be getting carjacked he didn't know that oh He he was slowing down and those people that were actually carjacking her thought he's going to help her he didn't have a clue what was going on they I turned know. on him the guy went to him because he thought he was there to help her jumped in his vehicle started to fight with him and the deputy started to fight back and subsequently the deputy ended up getting the best of the the situation. And unfortunately for that person that was trying to not only assault her and take her vehicle or commit a crime, then he turned on the deputy not, not knowing that he was a deputy because right. he wasn't playing clothes while well, the guy was eventually thrown off his vehicle and then subsequently he died. But that's a consequence. That's a bad decision. And, that's the lawlessness that's going on in albuquerque right. every single day
0: every day wow. and
2: and we cannot normalize that we have a deputy that's able to defend himself and to your point right that's entrained but that's not he's not the average citizen right right if that happens to janice or yourself or any of your loved ones what's what does that put you in
0: right because you're not prepared for these things like get ready stay ready like seriously if you don't get ready you got to see these situations happen and then and, and then if you're not dealing with it every single day, then uh, you're kind of not rusty, but you don't think of these things
2: in living your normal life. Well, you, you know, we, we in, in Albuquerque think mm-hmm. a little bit different, right? We sit more situationally where <clears throat> even more so t- depending on where you grew up, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to have your head on a swivel just because of the way your upbringing was. Walking to school, always thinking about do I. <clears throat> which which way do I go, right? You're always having to think about your safety. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit different for people in Albuquerque than it is any other part of the right. country, right? Because we have the highest crime rate in the whole country. Right? Even because even of, when it, they're lying
1: about the figures, so, we have so the every, highest crime well, rate. Well,
2: everybody wants to say, Well, is it drugs? Is it is it gangs? What is it? It's politics. We need political reform. We need to have people in there that make policies that I mentioned earlier that are centric to the people centric to the community centric to business everything that's going to bolster albuquerque we should be involved and we should be invested in right but instead we allow all these other people to make decisions for us right and then we get left holding the bag after they leave office right to your point earlier right because we've been lied to and we end up with the worst policies in the whole country in the whole country yes
0: so
1: i have a really important question for you yes assuming and believing that you will be elected, tell me about the Albuquerque that will exist after your first four years. So my
2: My vision for Albuquerque is having, bringing both parties together in not a political way, but people to the city of Albuquerque to provide the best services, so that businesses flourish, the community flourishes, and that there's opportunity for kids that they'll look forward to Going to a community center or a library free of crime, that they'll be able to go to the Loveless Hospital and not make it a a colony for homeless, but a technology hub because that was supposed to be the Pete Domenici Highway, right? Mm-hmm. And we have some of the, the two of the biggest stakeholders, if not in the whole country, maybe in the whole world, Kirtland Air Force Base and Sandia Labs, that we should be collaborating for the future of Albuquerque, right? Because we've grown up here we've always heard about what goes on there and we want our kids the people that come to albuquerque to flourish and thrive and be part of that success and unless we start cultivating the people and planting those seeds now and start creating a middle class and an educated middle class it's not going to happen so i believe that we're going to start seeding albuquerque in the right way policy wise and collaborate with all the stakeholders to come together to make Albuquerque the best it can. So I'm I'm gonna listen to the people of Albuquerque that are the stakeholders that wanna make Albuquerque the Albuquerque they want. Not the Albuquerque I want, I'm just gonna voice, I'm gonna advocate, I'm gonna fight for what they want because again, for the last 50 years, we've allowed other people to make decisions for us and this is we we ended up with. Still the right. highest crime in the country. The worst homelessness spike ever, right? The worst business for people to do. And so basically you have failed policies, F minuses and all those areas, and we need to get rid. This is, to me, the exit election for mayor. That's mayor. it.
0: That's yes, it. Yes. It could be the season of the crop, seriously. Yes, yes. Like if this you're is, talking about seeding and, and we're mo- talking about water, this I mean, may it could be, be the, the season of the crop. This may
2: be the movement mm-hmm. to start for the people for the people right. so it starts here then you change the state and then hopefully we change the country I,
1: and absolutely I, this is where it starts this is where it starts it, right. and and we're you know the truth is is we are such a special state yes we are it, it is the most remarkable which is why many of us who have been around the world we came home because it's that we special love it. i left right. the
2: marine so i could come back to albuquerque and make a living raise my family right. and Right, take my last right. breath in Albuquerque. But right, When, when That's you've it. been
1: around the r- world, you get to <clears> see how special it is, and the fact that we don't we don't take any stock in it is so sad. But I have one more question for you. Yes, the uh, Department of Justice, the DOJ, intervened in 2013. They were supposed to be here for four years, and we were supposed to expend four million dollars. We are up at $11 million. And with what results? And what are you going to do about
0: it? I think Ginger should be fired. Oh, I'm sorry. That was oh. your question. So you have, <laughs> you have to have an
2: administration that wants to get out from underneath it. And therefore, you have to create. What's happened is you they've allowed too many other groups to be involved in this process. And you do need to have them at the table. But ultimately, it's up to the police chief and the other people that are vested in getting out from underneath it to comply, create the policies that are reasonable for the officers to comply with. And right now they've made it so unreasonable, and I don't want to call it burrito gate, right? But there was just a, a news article mm-hmm. with the police officer that they're hemming up for having eaten eating burritos. Right. And so those are simple training issues, right? That you can remedy without setting them another step back in DOJ and get real about what's compromised here the safety of every person in albuquerque is being compromised because nobody's serious about this and until you get somebody that's competent that knows law enforcement that knows the culture that has relationships then it's not going to happen well i happen to be that person
0: all right all right we got to take a quick break but when we come back i want to ask about Route 66, the longest mother road in all of the country. I was just going to ask you about the fart. Oh, excuse me. I mean the art. Art. (laughs) So A-R-T,
1: I always call it. It was the Fast Albuquerque Rapid Transit.
0: But, you know. Okay. I mean, you could use that for any four-letter word, I'm guessing. (laughs) So we'll be right back. Stay there, don't go anywhere. We're in the house with Sheriff Manny Gonzalez of Bernalillo County. He is a mayoral candidate for mayor of the, for I and the mayor of Albuquerque. Stay there, don't go anywhere. Wow.
1: You are the experiment when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government, that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 Task
0: Force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If
2: you want to help us end abortion in
0: New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's a new hot conservative local talk radio program it was created from dirt we exist because new mexicans have been ignored if you'd like to be a guest on off the cuff abq log on to off the click on be a guest if you'd like to have your music debuted have you ever heard a conservative talk radio debuting local music Well That's we so do, cool so totally cool we've had rappers we even had a yodeler he told us the difference from yodeling over there to <laughs> yodeling in, in the yano <laughs> and uh He's a cowboy yodeler. He's out from Valencia County. We've had The Crown. He's a local rapper. We've had a ton of people. Mark Crispine. We've had Mark Padilla, who is the executive director of the New Mexico Lifetime Achievement Award, which gives out awards to New Mexico artists. So completely fascinating. You can look at all of that online, offthecuffabq.com. If you think you're good enough for FMAM radio, well, Off the Cuff got your back. So, welcome back to the show. It's Taco Tuesday. There are no tacos. I hate having to report this like almost every single Tuesday. That's but, not true. I, I hold t- on, I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done yet. But when she does bring tacos, mm, we're all pretty much satisfied. We're all satisfied.
1: No. I don't get no respect. I
0: tell you <laughs> oh, what. she's a liar. She's a liar. She's lying right here, right now, on air, because I give you a ton of respect. You know I love you a whole bunch. And if you want to bring stuff out, I tell you I love you all the time and you hardly ever tell me you love me I back. Do you, Dinah, I do, I
1: love subst- you, girl. My all goodness, right. you, you, you are my all-American woman.
0: She oh, looks like me. Ch- She's Hispanic from New Mexico. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. So Manny Gonzalez, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, elected Sheriff Manny Gonzalez is in the house. He's the running. chief
1: law enforcement officer of the county. Yes.
0: Uh, well, and the highest ranking. Yes. Because even if you're FBI, who do you gotta call? You gotta call the, the sheriff. sheriff. If you're uh you who do you gotta call? Sheriff. If you wanna do anything in this county, who do you gotta call? The sheriff.
2: sheriff.
1: Yep. And what's really nice is he calls back.
2: It's yes. funny you said that because I was humbled when I was in Washington and I uh met with some of the directors of the of law enforcement. They were at the they were the directors uh, ATF, um, US Marshals and he actually said that. He said, uh, you know, welcome to the White House and he told me he told uh I think it was Lombardo Lombardo at the time, and she was uh, the director of DEA, and he told her, if you need anything done in Albuquerque, you have to go see the sheriff.
0: You have to. So that was was humbling. Yeah, totally, totally. So Route 66, 66? yeah, ART, I was called it another rapid (laughs) rip-off.
1: I would say, so our neighborhood associations were perhaps not as kind, which is how the FART came Mm -hmm. about uh, because You know, there were things that simply didn't work. It didn't make sense. And look at what has
0: happened to Knob Hill. Would you call that pretty? Well, I mean, look what happened to the West Central. Well, that easier. Is that pretty? I I mean, we had tons of trees. You were talking about, you know, uh, live plants and trees and, and beautifying the area in which you live in. And I totally agree with that. Like, would you not rather clean your backyard if you were, you know, taking out the little bit of weeds from this beautiful flower bed versus like tumbleweeds? That yes. probably came from Texas. I blame the tumbleweeds on Texas, but that's a whole other show. Seriously. I'd like to be with, on that show. That's uh, right. We should blame Texas. They I take mean, our water. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that too. But like the sign reads, it reads just like this. Don't mess with Texas. And like the song goes, God bless Texas. New Mexico says, welcome to New Mexico. Maybe we should change some signage because words have meaning. Like uh, acronyms. Yes. Like fart. <laughs> <laughs> Fast Albuquerque Rapid
1: Transit. And, and, and so but we're, we're dancing around this. Mayor, what are you going to do about this? This is a money sink. It is not safe. It is driving businesses and uh, and customers away from places like Knob Hill because you now can't cross the street safely. Um, And there's infrastructure, I mean, this isn't gonna be easy. What are you gonna do?
2: Those are things that, you know, you have to go in and and talk to the people that are actually, understand those projects, you know, those are projects that they've gone in deep with the uh, federal funding and just examine what value they are and figure out, is there a better way to do that? Because I often hear people that are business people saying, hey, if you just take out the middle of this and we're able to cross back over central, it's gonna be a lot better. Those are things we have to consider based on the people and the and the businesses i you know i and, and i and i don't like to joke about it you know but they say you know mayor barry or the art project right they're saying mayor keller the cart project everybody's pushing a cart down the street right and so for me this is why what i want to do it's called the smart project the smart project okay smart policies for the people smart yeah. policies for businesses right So to your point, Janice, you have to go listen to those business owners, talk with them, see what they need. They understand they've been, they literally vested and invested, right? All their blood, sweat and tears, everything they own to open these businesses. I understand literally 25 to 30% of those businesses were shut down as a result of that. And what we need to do is try to wrong the right and do things based on the needs of this community. So I'm willing to listen to those people, figure out what's gonna be, be beneficial for those people down that corridor of Route 66 to make it a better place to do business and a better place to travel because almost all of us avoid going down Central now, and that hurts businesses because I'd rather go down a de- different thoroughfare because it's easier to get where I'm absolutely. going.
0: Well, and, absolutely, absolutely, and inters- without flipping a bunch so, of U-turns, yeah. Yes,
1: right, In the intersection of Central and Louisiana, especially going westbound, It's just flat-out dangerous. Uh, You don't know where to be. You don't know if you have to turn. It's just dangerous. Dangerous.
0: Hell, hell on some parts, you don't even know if the bus is coming, like, right at you. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the wrong lane because things weren't really you know on the map or the drawing prints or whatever well to the call that use it the most
2: uh, right. and their complaints is that they're uh, one day i was driving that a couple of months ago and i'm between two buses i looked to my right look to right. the left they're both empty right but that's what people are saying the people yes. are telling you that they're telling you the bus drivers are saying how dangerous it is to get on a bus they feel like they need their own personal security so you have to look at those audit those those uh those those budgets right, and, right. and the, the usefulness of them and get back to saying what is what is the in the best interest like, of the city how, how can we be, better manage this budget and, and would use we
1: be better served because one of the things as you know the city is going to uh, free no fare bus transportation and uh, the urban planners want everybody to give up their cars uh, which is not going to mm-hmm. be Albuquerque but would you consider Uh, Something more like a city-owned uber system because the reality is if you go in some of the uh, Some areas of the city the people who need public transportation happen to be mobility challenged They are older they have walkers and to say oh, they can walk a quarter of a mile They can walk a mile to no they can't and and yet the services we are providing is in one place It's not hitting the whole city.
2: Well, I've spoke to that demographic and I would say I would be in favor of things that are going to be more efficient and effective because you know as a elected official that's a responsibility. So absolutely anything that's going to be more cost effective and things that we can channel more towards infrastructure to like I was speaking to earlier that makes things more efficient and staffing the city right so it can get excellent services I'm going to advocate for.
0: Absolutely and then even accessibility because to put the the rapid ripoff in the middle of Central or up and down Central where it was already um, useful. Like like there, there was uh, plenty of buses, things like this. I mean, try catching a bus from the west side of Albuquerque or even the South Valley. And then when you sit and wait for the bus, I mean, it's in the middle of the, of the desert. There's no, you know, like carport or whatever over you and it's just it seems like a miserable kind of thing growing up we were never allowed to ride the bus for one particular reason because there's crime and homeless on there and that was just growing up that was just like my family's mindset like if your mom and dad weren't driving you somewhere you weren't going anywhere Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of like how it was but I, I I kind of like your idea about Everybody giving their own input, right? So maybe every section of art could kind of have that, and it it becomes a thing where you get the community involvement and stuff. I'd like to recommend like 25 miles or however long it is of neon light. That would have been cool. Oh, it
1: would be very cool. Like just
0: Route 66, and it's all this sort of like – you know like it becomes a thing that you can literally just take a cruise down central and you would just love the atmosphere 25 miles of neon light or something
1: mm-hmm. i would say it, and, and low riders cruising every friday and saturday i mean come on we have some real natural resources here but we're not using them and instead of being effective and efficient what we got was ugly and and hurtful
0: totally mm-hmm. totally yes. you know i was i was part of or i was covering or kind of part of the thing but uh, i i well i built a um, a piñata because you no know way. I'm a New Mexican, so I love piñatas. And it was the Richard Mayor Berry of City of Albuquerque. And I'd take him on the bus, and I'd have this tiny, tiny little microphone. It wasn't even real, tiniest microphone in the world. And I would interview people on the bus. What do you think about the rapid ripoff? And then I and I'd have the piñata. <laughs> <laughs> They hated me. And I'm so cute and adorable, but you know. We love you, Dinah. I know. It's hard not to. Uh, You have a good sense of humor. Yeah. You know, everyone loves a piñata, right?
2: So.
1: Well, um, but we don't want our mayor to be a piñata. And, and that happens when you don't serve the people. Don't be a piñata. No,
2: you know what? Like, or a puppet like yeah. the one we
0: got out. That, that one, too. Total yeah. puppet. Yes.
2: Yeah. Actually, that's um. a... <laughs> now, be a representative, right? You, so you said yeah. it's it's our government. It's we, the people, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. represent the people. Give them what they need so they can have a quality of life.
0: That's it. That's it. So we're coming to an end of the show yes we'll give you the last plug tell us where to find you okay
2: so you can see me on www.mannyforabq.com and we are raising money we've almost raised 200000 because we were denied public finance uh, by this very unethical and immoral uh, administration and we're looking to change that and bring goodness to the city of Albuquerque for all those like-minded people that want to change Albuquerque forever
0: here at Off the Cuff we believe the strength of our nation lies with each individual and each person's dignity freedom, ability, and responsibility to be honored. We believe in equal rights, equal justice, and equal opportunity for all, regardless of race, creed, sex, age, or disability. We believe in free enterprise and the encouragement of individuals that brings this nation to its highest. We'll see you tomorrow in New Mexico. God bless you.